Welcome to Explorers Water. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. What's up? Alex Finn. I now have shared custody of my PS4 because I introduced my mom to a new Netflix show. You better get that in writing. <laughs> <laughs> and Samson Davis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we gave you nothing. We I gave got, you nothing wow. to play out. I have nothing. Did you I want know. me to talk I about have... the spaghetti? Actually, yes, because I want to know what that means. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's this new medication commercial out that's talking about, like, rapid heart rate and trouble breathing. And one of their examples was... I could have waited to tell my doctor about my heart racing every time I cooked spaghetti. And then I turned to my mom and I said, you know, I love spaghetti, too. <laughs> Makes my heart go pitter-pat. <laughs> it was just phrased poorly and on the TV. And I'm just like, ah, oh. I need to stop these feelings I have for spaghetti. <laughs> this medication will help. Unless yeah. you're allergic to it. Don't take it. <laughs> well, desperately trying to pull us off this tangent. We're also joined by a special guest today, Tim Lanning. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to get in and see what this freaking Numenera game is about. Very, very, very confused, very nervous, but I'm excited. Seems like fun. It's going to get weird. <laughs> Listeners, you would know Tim Lanning from the Greetings Adventurers podcast, one of the longest running and, in my opinion, one of the best 5e podcasts mm. out there right oh, now. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, legally, we are the longest running. Legally. <laughs> <laughs> What are these illegal long-running? <laughs> well, the <laughs> longest-running one made the wise choice and played another system for a little bit. So, you know, we've always been Dungeons & Dragons, not a little <laughs> bit of Pathfinder here or there. So uh, uh, if I ever meet the people of Critical Hit, I would like to <laughs> laugh with them about that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know you also have a lot of other projects, Tim. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about some of the other things you do as well? Yeah, I used to do a Game of Thrones rewatch podcast, right? And that's kind of what got me into this whole thing 10 years ago. And from that, we wanted to do a show that was a little more not based on a television program that was inconsistent at the best of times. <laughs> so we started an internet advice show called The Internet, which is a lot of fun. It's basically we take Reddit questions and talk about them. So it's sort of what I like to think of as a post-internet advice show where... We're almost reacting to the concept of internet advice after it's been a thing for quite some time. I also do a Naruto podcast where we watch the hit anime Naruto and then talk about it. That's called Naruto Revuto. I was really caught off guard by how good Naruto was, like almost making me cry early yeah. on just because Naruto is such a good character. And I didn't realize that because yeah. he's really annoying out if you don't know who he is. Mm -hmm. And then I do uh, streaming over on twitch.tv slash Geekly Inc. A couple shows on there. Consistent one on Monday night and a consistent one on Thursday at 2 p.m. where playing various RPGs and things like that. But yeah, that's me. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. Actually, we all met through the sort of geekly community to be. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. So Stace and Samson and I met at a geekly con and Alex met us while we were organizing, while I was organizing an online campaign in the geekly discord. Oh, that's awesome. That makes my heart smile. <laughs> I'm still holding up that I am an illusion because no one's physically. Yeah, met we haven't me verified person. that. Oh, yeah? this is a real person. Yeah. I want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah, a sophisticated hologram. Ooh, or we go back to the whole thing of I'm just a kid. John Cena pays to do this. Show. Don't get that mm -hmm. joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, Samson, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's up? What's sitting in your dice oh. tray right now? Some beautiful 
metal diehard dice dice. Yeah, diehard dice. We're dice affiliates, little baby dice affiliates. And hey, if you listener are feeling an emptiness in your dice tray, why don't you head on over to diehard dice, order some beautiful, sexy, delicious dice, and use our code Explorers One and get ten percent off your order. Get some well crafted, well balanced, well seasoned dice for your dice tray. I was told to no longer call them delicious. Uh, delectable, uh, tasty. What's <laughs> what's the proper word now? <laughs> but yeah, it's, so it's all about the mouthfeel. <laughs> my super cool transparent set of diehard dice is now missing its D20 under mysterious circumstances. So I can only assume I ate it in like my midnight rovings. <laughs> Stace, uh, Starbuck just like twisted her like whiskers in a <laughs> snidely whiplash fashion. What was up with that? <laughs> what? Are you being serious? <laughs> but yes, thanks to Die Hard Dice for supporting the show. Yeah, it's fucking rad. So we're going to meet Tim's character in play. So I don't want to spoil anything by having him introduce him just yet. Okay. Okay. But in order to get started, we need to know where we've been. So who remembers what happened last time? And I'm going to pick on Samson. Oh, because I actually do remember what happened last time. Daniel wants it to go well this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so last time we had met up with a traveling merchant who had just shown us like some fashion out of key. And it turned out one of the fashion items was the nightdress Nix's mom is wearing when she's teleporting around of late. So that was pretty fucked up. So then after dodging this person's uh, attempt to get us into a pyramid scheme, we bought some ciphers. And then headed to a little village called Karis. Along the way, Cha-Cha started crying purple tears, and Hubert is kind of freaking out. Both Huberts are freaking out. Oh, and then there was a whole fucking thing where Satal and uh, Cha-Cha juggles, and oh, yeah. Nix and Dilly are there trying not to be awkward, because... Highly illegal. Tim, just so you know, juggling is kind of a felony in these parts. So. Really? Yeah. I was not warned. I kind of got to change my whole character now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's the mad, the mad juggler has come. <laughs> Finally, my yeah. dreams are coming true. <laughs> yeah, so that was a thing that we tried to be super civil about. So anyway, we get to Karis, met an innkeeper whose name is also Karis, which is odd, <laughs> and then learned that there is a big hole kind of to the east where we were, and this guy kind of name-dropped Arya, which we know is the wife or the fiance, former fiance of Deuces, which Nyx killed a long, long time ago. Yeah, you remember that? What? what? No, I didn't yeah, know okay. he was going to get married. Fuck, now I feel bad. Wait, 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 wait. So what does Deuces' fiance have to do with this? You killed Deuces, and Arya also works for Nixos. And Arya's here. Yeah, she's at the big hole in the east with another person who we don't know the name of. Ah, and Karis said that they were looking for something called a metal mind, which is what Aster was yeah. in before that physical object got destroyed and now Aster is inside Dilly. Your unfilial son. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you remember Mama J, right after Nix had killed Deuces and got her robot leg, we came to Mama J, told her what happened, and then she's like, oh shit, that's Arya's uh, former fiance. And Arya is some big shit in the Nixos. By the way, Dilly does not know that. I only know this because I included her as part of my backstory. So, uh-huh. so I know what she does. And we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have just, you know, from everybody else's perspective, Cha-Cha, Nix, I mean, 
You're just at the table with Satal. Dilly, you have just heard the server and Aster in your head at the same time say Metal Mine. Dilly goes pale white and freezes. Did I say something wrong? I need a moment. And Dilly will get up and go outside. Okay, Dilly gets up and goes outside. Dilly, you step outside. It's the same streets you were before. What are Nix and Cha-Cha doing? Oh, wait. If Dilly goes outside, don't our disguises go away? <laughs> oh, doop shit. doop 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 Actually, yeah. No, I'm going <laughs> to keep it. <laughs> Dilly's in dire straits out now. <laughs> okay. Cha-Cha's trying to stick her hand through the table. <laughs> okay. Tasha's trying to stick her hand through the table. So, Tim. Yes. From where you are sitting in this tavern, you can see some shorter fella get up and walk out the door, looking very pale. These were new people that came in. And then, as he walks out the door, there is a flicker around the other two people at the table, and their appearance is completely different. Not that different! Because remember, our disguises are just like... (laughs) Off we were the slightly off off-brand. versions of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, Spaceball stunt doubles. That's what yeah. I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, so th- their appearance flickers, but you do see over there a tall woman with green hair and at least one leg that is apparently made of synth and a very small woman, small enough that you might mistake her for a child uh-huh. except she looks so mature in the face. And she's wearing a short-legged lime green romper with a red cloak. And she's currently trying to stick an insubstantial hand through the table. Okay, yeah. I mean, my character is bored, so he will walk over. I mean, you guys seem interesting. He's kind of a taller fella. Well, I guess you'd say like a six feet tall, super skinny, has on what I would probably describe in our terrestrial world as like a fishing tackle vest and sort of just like a a floppy hat. And instead of fish accoutrement, there's all sorts of like widgets and thingamabobs and things like that. You know, lengths of rope tied up, little hammers, things like that. Just random BS that, you know, he lives to be prepared. He walks over with his drink. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, hey, you guys look interesting. What's what's your deal over here? <laughs> Name's Dale. Yo, Dale, I gotta be honest. Like, you do not want, like, a piece of this. Like, huh? <laughs> I'm just saying, uh... We're not the best at making friends and, like, keeping them alive. <laughs> wow, you're quite, you are quite forward. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. You seem cool. <laughs> like, your hat is cool. Like, totally legit, but... I sit down. <laughs> Yo, man, like... <laughs> well, my name is Carlisle, and this is Baby Pack. Yo. Hey, what's up? Pleasure meeting you. I'm just waiting. <sighs> or... Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh... All right! Baby pack. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you ask, twist my arm, I suppose. <laughs> I'm supposed to go check out that, uh... The ruins over yonder, but... My my muscle is missing. So, just like, bored. Talking to folks. Physically? Huh? Did someone, like, take it? Like, surgery? Because we can unsurgery it. We are quite proficient at surgery, actually. I come highly recommended. No, no, I just don't know where my friend is. That's all. That's simple. Oh, I thought you meant someone came and took your actual muscle. And I was quite impressed that you were able to walk. Oh, you're funny. I like you. (laughs) 
can I flag down a tavern worker and then do the classic point at all of our drinks and then some sort of move that somehow in the TV programs implies we want another round? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So they bring over another round of drinks and they smile at you and they set a plate down that says, um, compliments of the house. Oh, thank you. It's an old you. family recipe. And in the middle of the table are these fried green scorpions. Mm. These are good. Have you tried these yet? They're good. Yeah. I wonder what our buddies are doing. You think they burned down the bar? What? You know, back at like, oh, yeah, yeah. The Queen's Spittoon. You think they're dead yet? So, uh, Dale, uh, what Baby Pack is getting at is uh, there was this bar in Charmant. Not sure if you've ever been there, but they have the best scorps. Oh. Amazing scorps. Oh, well, I need to go try it uh, later, of course. I've got a job to do here, but uh, I'm a pretty picky eater. He says through a mouthful of a scorpion. <laughs> They're flash fried, so like one of the tails is still like reflexively swinging around <laughs> as you <laughs> bite into it. I mean, you can't imagine they're any better than uh, the family recipe over over here. You can't, you know, Karis has such delicious and interesting food. Nyx will eat one to be polite. Do you like it? As always, Nyx cooked food tastes like ash in your mouth. What? Oh, that sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good, isn't it? I can tell you like uh, it. Go on. Eat. And then I, I hold another one and put it on like an extra plate for you. Don't be rude now. <sighs> Nyx will... Nix will, like, tr- wait for a moment and and definitely ditch it into Cha-Cha's bag. So you're not from around here is what I'm hearing? No, but uh, I, I've spent some time in this area, yeah. Or nearby-ish. Uh, I, I don't mean to pry, of course. Everyone has their secrets, but, you know, I'm just, uh, been kind of, uh, stalled on my work. So trying to meet new people, new contacts and things like that. And what is your work, Dale? Are you... Oh, you know, little this, little that. Go to ruins, find stuff. Spelunking. Yeah. What about bounty hunting? You ever engage in that? Too messy. Too messy. I mean, I hear about it, of course, but I'm more of a acquirer of antiquity, so to speak. I mean, if there's a bounty to be had, I suppose I would do my part. Define part. <laughs> well, I'm sure if anyone has a bounty on their head, they'd probably deserve it and... I wouldn't want anyone to put any fine folk at danger. I mean... In this town or anyone. Mm -hmm. Light terrorism isn't real danger, is it? That's an awfully specific thing to say. No, that's very dangerous, of course. I mean, if you said, like, loitering or jaywalking, sure. I mean, I could could understand. It's a technicality. Terrorism, no, that's a big deal. Jaywalking, murder, it's fine. Well, you know, know, again, you, you, you guys are funny. I like that. If my uh, friend doesn't get here soon, do you take jobs? Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> and then <laughs> Nick looks over it. <laughs> they like make eye content. <laughs> my muscle, Aria, is supposed to be here, but she uh, wandered away like two days ago trying to find someone from her past or something. I don't remember. So here I am, wasting money. I mean, we could take that money and possibly help you. It's all dependent. Uh, baby peg. Dale, you feel a familiar wet nose nuzzle your hand, the one that's been picking up squirps off the table. All right, Cupcake, here you go. And a doggy with scales hops up onto the bench, the chair, whatever it is that we are sitting on here. 
I start feeding them delicious scorpion treats. Sesky cupcake. Say hello. Nyx gets up abruptly and <laughs> follows Dilly. Baby Pack, like, make whatever deal you want. Like, I'm leaving. And she dips out. Bye. Pleasure meeting you. I've been told emotional trauma expresses itself in various ways. <laughs> that is so true. You're so wise. <laughs> and on that, we kind of follow Nyx out the door. And Dilly, you are out in the street. What are you doing out there? Uh, just chilling, having a full-blown panic attack. What are you? <laughs> Tuesday stuff. Okay. Um, I think Nyx comes out to Dilly kind of off to the side, like leaning against the outside of the inn. Images from his past, from like Nyx sees like images of the automaton of like the strange metal cube just kind of like flash around Dilly and he's like kind of hyperventilating, kind of keeping it down, but definitely like not in full control at the moment as... I think Nyx would see him kind of reliving his moments with the first metal mine he encountered. Yo, Dilly, you gotta knock that off. It's happening again. There's gonna be another one. There's gonna be another one. As more people are gonna die, it's all gonna be my fault. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing that can happen. There's nothing. Dilly, more people probably are going to die, but it is going to be our fault. It always was my fault. It always was my fault. Everything I do, it's always my fault. Dilly, you can't control everything, all right? You gotta stop making these illusions. People are gonna figure out who you are. And this weirdo inside said Arya's nearby. That was the innkeeper. Here he told us. He seemed to <laughs> No, this other weirdo. <laughs> oh, is she here? With you mentioning Arya, he kind of like comes back to reality a little bit. Like, is she here? Is she in town? Nah, I think she's at like this hole or whatever, right? Okay. This Dale, who honestly, Dilly, I think you would vibe. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, I guess he works with her and trying to find her because she's missing. This, what's, what, uh, does he know? Does he know about the hole? Does he know about the metal mine? Uh, I don't know. Like he, uh, he was trying to to hire us to do this job, but he has a uh, sesky and uh, just couldn't handle that. So I came out here, but uh, oh, so I left Cha Cha to do the negotiating on the job. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly immediately like looks at you like fully back. Like you did what? <laughs> I left Cha-Cha to negotiate the details of the job. That's not good. And Dilly kind of like pushes past Nix and goes back inside. And actually then coming back in, seeing that it's Cha-Cha, like... Cha-Cha-Cha-Cha? As she actually looks, will kind of like freeze for a second and then go back to the table. And that's the thing with perceived reality. You can't trust it. It's like, <laughs> you know, uh, you walk by a cracked mirror twice a day, you get confused by it. So you also see the horrors. <laughs> of society? Sure, sure. Hi. Oh, hello there. Hello. Hi, baby pack. Hello. Your alias that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Bork, that's me. <laughs> uh, hi, I, we haven't met. My name is Bork. Hey, Bork, I'm Dale. Pleasure to meet you. And this is Cupcake. Hi, Cupcake. Hi. <laughs> like nuzzles at your hand, the dog creature. Uh, she don't bite. Oh, good, good. So, hi, I'm Bork. As I said, mm -hmm. I hear that you had a job that you can't do. Right, 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 right. Yeah, my assistant Arya heard some rumors or something or other, and she left. I mean, ah, I, I, I run a tight ship, of course, but I understand that when we travel so far out to a place like this. You don't want to start working right away, and you got to get a lay of the land. But it's been two days already. So if she's not back in a couple of days, I figured, heck, 
Might as well hire some other people to, to watch my back as I explore that old hole. We will do it for two favors. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> sure, as long as I get to choose them. <laughs> one favor you get to choose, one favor I get to choose. Uh, we'll see. We'll talk later. Okay, deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Baby Pack here isn't usually our negotiator. She's our wild card. I am nature. She's that je ne sais quoi that makes interesting stuff happen. You gotta have that. That's very important for a group Absolutely. like yours. Yeah. So this job, you're, I hear, is that that same hole in the east? Yeah. 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 I'm an acquirer of sorts. And uh, anyone would be a fool to go down there by themselves. I'm, you know, I'm no coward, but I'm not an idiot. So Arya's supposed to be there to, you know, make sure nothing comes up behind me and bites me or what have you. Right. Okay. Hey, can I, can we join you? Uh, sure, sure. I have a little stipend, so to speak, uh, f- for grease and palms here and there. You know, the Nixos helps their members. And I give a little wink. <laughs> like I said, two favors. I think you see Dilly, like, fucking freeze <laughs> and, like, tremble for a second. That's great to hear that you are so well taken care of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I probably will slide over Nix's drink to you. Like, here, take a seat. Thank you. So, the Nixos, never heard of them. What What are they all about? I shouldn't talk about it. But, you know, they little this, little that. They also <laughs> ended up acquiring things. You know how it is. They can't take care of their own. Aha! Ha ha ha! Wild! Uh, so what's the thing you've been sent to acquire? Ah, uh, well, let's not talk so much business. We barely get to know each other. Then I do the... The thing again for another <laughs> yeah. round. They bring another round of drinks, yeah. Wonderful, delicious stuff here. Dilly drains one and then starts <laughs> sipping on the other. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, one hopes to find something great on an expedition, but it's sometimes bad luck, right, to try to find this one thing. I try to keep an open mind, meddle, if you will, about the whole thing. Wink. <laughs> I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Dilly kind of spills a little bit of the drink on his shirt, but then, like, continues drinking. So! You seem nervous. I'm just... I'm just a nervous person. I get that. I get that. It's it's, it's tough out there sometimes. Oh, it's so fucking tough all the time. Cardio, Dilly. It makes life better. (laughs) (laughs) Dilly's just a nickname she uses. My name is Bork. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay, fun. Your alias or whatever. I'm just joking. I'm messing with you. We're, we're friends here. How long have you been in uh, town here? Literally hours, I think. Ah, good. So, uh, huh. all right. I was going to ask you more questions about my assistant, but that wouldn't make any sense. No, but she sounds like a powerful lady. I suppose. Mm-hmm. What's your skill set? You'll say you like digging shit up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping, yeah, you know, uh, going down into ye old ruins, right? Scavenging, you know it. Being safe, not falling down a hole. You know how it goes. <laughs> kind of. There were options. Just, you know, I'm a delver, so to speak. Oh, yeah. I have had some time being a right, so. Oh, there you go. Kind of opposites. You take stuff apart, I put it back together. Yeah, I don't know how th- this stuff works, but uh, I like to acquire it, and I like to see the glean in the right size, that's for sure. It's always a treat, getting bits and pieces of that good, good Numenera. 
And I, you said that you had, like, tools on your person? Yeah, all sorts of bits and bobs. <laughs> As we're talking, Dilly kind of, like, keeps looking at, like, one of, like, the fancier tools on your person. Like, is that a diamond hacker 9000? <laughs> oh, I don't like to brag, but yeah, custom made. Kind of did made my own little bits of uh, Delver-specific adjustments. Of course, I can't figure out most of uh, the Numenera, but... When they explain to me very specifically, I, I have my own ideas. I, mean, I do have big ideas, even if I don't understand how any of this stuff works. That's, yeah, that'll, that'll happen, because sometimes if you didn't know, you end up exploding something. And check this out! And I slam down what looks to be a, I don't know, let's just call it like an insect, sort of, like, let's let's go Egyptian scarab-esque. And it kind of, like, its wings sort of fall out, but there's insect legs are very, very spiky. And when I pull it out and, like, show it to you, the legs are, like, pincering at your face. <laughs> not dangerously, just to uh, make you more nervous. I'm not doing this intentional, but that's what uh, <laughs> happens, I suppose. Yeah, this thing, uh, it stings like a mother, but it can let you fly for a little bit. Isn't that cool? Nice! All I have is this one rock that keeps me from sweating. What? And then, <laughs> Dilly, we'll just pull out this, what? like black oblong rock that's just nothing but yeah hold it and you can't sweat i could use that i'll tell you what <laughs> i'll buy that off you 13 shins 20 you gotta be <laughs> <laughs> dilly hands over his anti-perspiration crystal i give you 20 mm-hmm. shins are you gonna have to bathe now dilly i mean i don't use it all the time like mm. if you don't sweat then you die from overheat. Like that is a good point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> ah, a deal's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just telling your associate. If uh, my assistant doesn't get here in a couple days, she said give her two days. It's been about a day or two. I don't remember. <laughs> if she doesn't show up, then I guess I'll just take her cut and hire somebody else. I mean, finders keepers for the job. Why wait? We could just do it now. Mm. True, that's true, but it is sort of a professional courtesy, you, you see. Was she very professional when she left you high and dry in this tavern? That's not a bad point. Uh, she did communicate clearly her goals and aims, so I do have to give it that. I just feel like a real jerk. She, she said two days, and I guess that would be tomorrow? But I don't know if I should wait till noon or like 8 p.m. I mean, how about wait until the morning, because... True. You know, I this small amount of rumors I've been hearing about uh, tickling my right my right bones. It's something I'm definitely interested in. So I'm probably gonna start heading that way anyway, and drag in baby pack and Carlisle along with us. Me, me, dragging along with me. So well, good. It is a, a mite frustrating that I've been having to wait, but you know, I try to keep the the good with the bad. I always try to find some sort of opportunity and meet new friends like y'all. Hey, I'll take it. Aha, absolutely. And Dilly will hold up a cup in like kind of a cheers motion, like, aha, wait, this is empty. Mm-hmm. Definitely return it. <laughs> okay. So Cupcake attempts to shove their nose into Chacha's insubstantial hand, then rears back and lets out a massive sneeze. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> God bless you. Just like snot all across the table. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I'm sorry about that, but come on. Animal sneezing? That's funny. It's adorable. It's adorable. But like, this hand doesn't work really for people. And she holds up her hand. Okay. Does it have <laughs> sneeze magic in it? Uh, oh, it's, it's far more dangerous. <laughs> I, I would avoid my hands or contact all in right, general. So- 
when the high fives need to be happening, I'll go to, what was it? Did you say your name was Bork? Bork. Yeah. That's a K. Oh, Bork. Yeah, sorry about that. You'd be the high five receiver. Yep. It's an old family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can high five me if you want to have a good time. Well, not a good time, but a fun time. I'm not promising a long time either. <laughs> well, a couple of these. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can eat those scorps. Oh, please. Awesome. They're good. They're not Queen Spittoon good, but they're damn close. That's where go. See, I told you. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about Carlisle? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's uh, incredibly picky with food. I get that. I get that. I think Chacha looks at Dilly like, really? Really? <laughs> what, am, I, am I wrong? I mean, as long as it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a flashback in time of like Nick's like swallowing an entire small animal <laughs> living. <laughs> so you guys are agreeing to go out in the morning. What is Nick's doing while the rest of these people are negotiating? Nick's is plotting. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, because Nick's is, she's a little shaken by the Seski showed up, you know? Mm-hmm. But she starts thinking about this job with the Nixos and Arya, and she starts thinking about the massive bounty that she has, <laughs> oh. and mm-hmm. wondering um, how much the Nixos would be willing to give up for two of their members. Oh, my. Oh, my. And uh, so she will just wait for a private moment to continue plotting with her compatriots. Nix. Okay, well, unless there's something you guys want to do, I'm going to move us into bedtime. Yes. So that you guys split up, agree to meet in the morning. Sounds good. Dale, you and Arya had actually negotiated a spare room at one of the houses in this town. They don't have, like, the inn doesn't really have rooms. It's more just a tavern because <laughs> they don't get an enormous number of people staying here. The rest of you guys have got a barn, essentially. <laughs> if you guys want to conspire together briefly... Otherwise, I'll move us ahead to the next morning. No, conspire. Is there, like, hay in the barn? There is hay. Awesome. <laughs> Pacha is now buried in the hay. Okay. Hey, Nick, so I kind of agreed to help Dale along with this thing, because we, we have to go We have to go to that hole. We have to get that metal mine. For two favors. Two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you guys are like, Dilly, way to go. That was so smart, because... Was it? We got to kidnap them. Wes. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, we gotta kidnap Arya, we gotta kidnap... Dale. Dale, we gotta kidnap Dale, and uh, hold him hostage, right? And then we tell the Nixos, if you want your friends back, well, time to forgive some bounties. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that's going to work out. Well, Dilly, what do you think's gonna happen when we roll up and Arya of the Nixos recognizes us? We kill her. Just like her fiance, kill. Well, I'm. Th- yes, that. But also, I'm thinking maybe she doesn't see us at all. She doesn't see us coming, right? Yeah. Now. I. <laughs> I don't think we can really capture either of them because I don't think we can hold them hostage against the Nixos. Because for one thing, our bounties aren't put out by the Nixos; they're put out by the like, the Queen and Charmand as a governing body. So, like, and the Nixos. No, I'm sure the Nixos like. Help push that along, but it's a Charmand bounty, you know? It's a bounty from the Queen. The Queen's not gonna... With the exception of Dilly's bounty. Dilly's bounty is absolutely the Nixos. Yeah, but uh, Dilly's trying to say, like, the Nixos are working, like, through the Queen or through the governments to make it more mm-hmm. official and... 
Yeah, I don't think holding them hostage is going to, like, work out. Oh, you just want to help the Nixos? No, I want to beat them to the metal mine so they don't make another aster. Or we could give the metal mine to your son who is no longer your son, and then you could have a peaceful talk? Uh, I don't know if peaceful talks are in the immediate future. And also, I don't know if we can... Because there's a very good chance that there's going to be another relentless reaper persona in this new metal mine. I don't know if we can double up. I feel like your son could take it out. It's fine. Then we still have a relentless reaper persona just floating around. Work out your family issues. He's your son. <laughs> he is not my son. He is a accident. Wow. Damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so, so Nix is like, all right, so we agree. Let's focus on like what we agree on, guys. And that is that we are going to screw over the Nixos, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're going to screw over the Nixos. And if that results in their kidnapping, I mean, you know, we'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. We could get them arrested for juggling. Yeah, metal mine first. <laughs> then framing and or kidnapping the Nixos. So are you guys going to sleep with that plan? Yes. Yes. Chacha is buried in hay. Okay. Good luck finding her. Okay. Are you guys just going to sleep in the barn or are you guys doing any watches or anything like that? <sighs> Dale's pretty secure mm, where he is. He doesn't need to really worry about watches. Uh, Dilly will at least spend an hour doing uh, always tinkering just to get another uh, cipher. But I don't think he's spending that time really keeping an eye out for anything. You've got some IO to spend on that, right? Uh, yes, I do. Roll me 1d6. Three. Okay. Since your thing is two levels lower, mm -hmm. you've got a level one atmospheric deployer. So it's a device that'll gather whatever's the most widely available atmospheric aerosols within long range. So pollen, water, dust. It brings them all together in a whirling tornado that centers around the device and anything in close range of that tornado takes one damage since it's only a level one. Okay. Nix will definitely keep a watch because there's literally a Nixos right next door. <laughs> She's also going to take a little time and hunt down small animals for dinner. <laughs> okay. So how much sleep are you actually getting? Half a night. I just mean, like, while okay. she's on watch, she'll be, like, at the exterior of the barn looking for rats. Oh, or... okay. Gotcha. Okay. I understand. Okay. So, you guys wake up the next morning. Nyx, you feel like shit. <gasps> you are five might points down. Uh, oh, shit. Man, I didn't Damn. even, like, drink. <laughs> mm -hmm. What did you do? Uh, got a little snack, you know. Uh, yeah, that was it. Okay. Now, what do you mean when you say snack? Because that's a little vague. So, you know, those like largish beetles with like the, the fur strip down their back. Oh, yeah. 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 I ate like three of those. Did you wash them first? No, they're alive. Like, why do I? <laughs> Dilly uh, gestures to Jacha, who is covered in hay. Sometimes living things can be a little dirty. Like, mm -hmm. eh, eh. <laughs> at this point, the barn door opens a little bit and a silver gray scaled sesky comes running in is this cupcake it's cupcake ah hello cupcake probably another spy dilly <laughs> yeah dale cupcake got away from you she was just so excited about company ah, damn it sorry about that oh it's y'all hey <laughs> well cupcake knows how to find the right people isn't that curious cupcake don't do that you're embarrassing me and potential clients 
It is uh, curious that, yeah, that cupcake would find us here. Sure, she smelled you from last night. Probably the scorps that are in my bag right now, honestly. Oh, well, that's it. That's that's it. So you, you nailed it in one. But sorry about that. I don't want to spook y'all. All right. Nix is sussing out this Dale person <laughs> with an actual attempt, with an actual role. Okay. So you're specialized in social. Yep. So you'll have a plus six to your role. Tim, how much is Dale trying to keep things to his chest? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, chaotically, <laughs> I would say, you know. Okay. Obviously, he's let things slip and then said, I, I shouldn't talk about that. Or like, I won't tell you about that and then tells you about it. But yeah, there's definitely things that he's not telling them. But I, I don't think that he's out and out lying because he hasn't really heard their names yet. Okay. And the only name he's heard... He hasn't been able to put three and three together. Yeah. If that makes sense. So then in that case, for right now, it's a straight roll. You can spend intellect effort if you want to give yourself a bonus. Otherwise, if you're not really trying, it's just a straight D20 roll. And that number becomes Nix's difficulty target. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will just roll a D20. How about that? The six. Okay. Nick, you're definitely going to get this because you get a plus six to your social rolls. <laughs> well, what if I get a one or a two, Daniel? Well, if you roll a one or a two, that's a GM intrusion and you don't get it. But Well, I got an 11. Because you're confident. <laughs> that's two ones. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I think that you get the impression that Dale's hiding some stuff. He's keeping some stuff back. But he's also not, like, aggressively manipulating you. You get the feeling that he is kind of on the level in a weird way. He's like a shifty character, but kind of on the level. <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's an honest liar. Yeah. Hey, man, you gotta you gotta mm. break a few eggs in this old world of Numenera. That's what the planet is called. It's called Numenera. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dale, tell me the truth, because uh, you kind of seem uh, shifty. What? No. A little shady. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta know that, right? Like, people have told you... Because, like, if not, I am so sorry that this is how you're finding out. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, uh, well, you know, I mean, I'm well-liked all over the place. This is taking me aback, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, like, I just try to keep it real, and that's why I really want to know. Bork, am I shifty? Uh, you seem like you're just, kind of, you're just staying on your toes. Like, I, I don't know. You seem- yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, sometimes you gotta survive, you know? Exactly. Things, things get weird out there. Yeah, it's a weird place we live in. Yeah. Nick sends Dilly a look of just absolute betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly responds with a look of like, what are you trying to do? Why are you trying to eat, why are you trying to eat his head off? Like, what? So, uh, Dale, assuming we find Arya, or, or, you know, whatever, if we asked Arya if she is your assistant, what is she gonna say? Okay, there you did get me. You got me. Uh, I don't think she'd like that, but uh, you know th- uh, that's our little secret. You know, uh, she's just th- you know I'm the brains, she's the brawn. I'm the one that spelunks. She makes sure you know I don't turn on some sort of ancient killing machine that threshes me or something like that. Mm-hmm. But she's way way more than just muscle. That would be rude of me to, to say. No, no, no. She's, uh, what's what I'm looking for? She knows how to get things done, you know? So me kind of being by myself for the past little bit has been 
annoying, but again, whatever excuse I can get to make new friends, I'll take it. I'll take it. But yeah, no, she's not just some meathead. Would you say, so you're working for this Nixos organization. Are you like a full-time employee or are you just like on a contract or something or what? Yeah, yeah, I would say more contract. But I guess if you look at my past, several contracts it's been with them. So, hey, you know, I guess I'm a repeat customer. And uh, what is their business like? I'm just trying to find stuff. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I mean, they have started talking about like a like a health and retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to get behind a desk in a couple years. You know what I'm saying? Get all old and fat. That's what I'm trying to do. <sighs> but yeah, you know, they uh, I don't know if it's just they they want to try to get interesting things or specific things. Like obviously this metal mine, whatever, who's it's has come up before, but. You know, I feel like a lot of people talk about that in, in hushed tones behind closed doors in my line of work. So whenever it was like, it's like, sure, you're trying to get an ancient artifact. Who doesn't want a metal mind, right? It's not that interesting to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, you know, a suit of armor that can let you breathe underwater for days at a time. Sure, that's another thing that is interesting, but, you know, it's not necessarily... Wouldn't you just, like, sink and then yes. just stand down there and breathe? <laughs> you can walk. You can walk, so just don't <laughs> jump off a boat. I would definitely not recommend that. From experience? That would be very scary. I'm getting freaked out thinking about it. Claustrophobic down there in the dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, so, Baby Pack it tells us that you have agreed to the uh, price of two favors. No, it did not. <laughs> well, I guess I did. You did. Uh, in that, uh, I get to choose one of the favors, and y- y'all get to choose the other one. But again, y- you know, I-, I I just met y'all, and I'm I'm real intrigued about the the <laughs> the favor aspect. I should say no, but to me, uh, <laughs> that, that's kind of like gambling. I like it. So <laughs> I would hope you wouldn't do it, ask me to do anything untoward or a bit intense. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, but we do need you to uh, sign this NDA. And Nick's like, <laughs> pulls out. Of- she also did this on watch, right? And it's like, okay. you know, Nick's is very large, sort of childish handwriting. Mm-hmm. And it just says something like, <laughs> I will not tell secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, I'm an S mm-hmm. at legal documents. So, all right. <laughs> pretty standard, pretty standard. Got it, got it, got it. Just sign right here in wow, blood. Is, and Dale, it's very clearly like unenforceable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is going to be an interesting day, I say accidentally out loud. Uh, and, yeah, I'll sign this, sure. Why not? Nyx tucks it away with its signature. Great. Well, I don't want to be weird, but I guess I just want to eat lunch, and then we can head to the hall. But again, I just would feel rude if I didn't at least give Arya a little bit of time. Until lunch? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I just already had breakfast, so I don't want to eat again. I want to- <laughs> How far away is this uh, dig site? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I do. I do know where it is, but uh, it's about an hour out. Yeah, I talked to some of the folks from town. Oh, listen, we could like just go to the site, right? An hour out. We just go there. We check it out. Like we see what's up. And then it's an hour back and we'll ah. be back by lunch. And Aria won't even know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to someone named Zolna, and I look at all your faces just because every third time I've mentioned a name, you guys have a panic attack. Uh, <laughs> she told me a little bit about this site, but she was not able to attend. Well, yeah, how about we uh, head out there, get the lay of the land, maybe come back at like three or four o'clock. Just like you said. Oh, you go there, come back. Eat lunch, then go back. I Yeah, I'd be into that. Yeah, if Arya does come back, you can impress her with, like, how knowledgeable you are with this dick site, how good you are at avoiding all that bullshit that's probably that's, down there. And maybe she's there already. That's a good point. I like that. That's smart. That's true, yeah. Can't yeah. know until you explore it. All right, well, I'm ready. Yeah, so let's go take a look. So you guys head out to the dig site. It's mostly grasslands in this area as you're walking. I mean, there are streams that the town is using to get water, but most of it is plain. And it takes you about an hour to get, but then you can clearly see where these crystals have been shoved out of the ground in a semicircle. And there is a massive hole in the middle of them. This hole is probably a hundred yards across. So it's like the size of a football field in diameter. Ooh. And there are some worn paths leading down, but it's not like exposed earth and rock. The whole inside is lined with metal synth that occasionally glows faint greens and blues. Ain't she a beaut? Wow. Have you ever seen anything like this before? Oh yeah, classic hole. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? Oh yeah. oh yeah, it does this time. Yeah, yeah. In my line of work. But it never gets old. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Aria! Nix will drop a glow globe down there. Goes down for a long time. <sighs> I mean, there are paths there, but it falls for a long time. This hole is deep. Wow. Is it, like, straight down, or is that an angle? Or There's a little bit of an angle to it. I mean, there are paths, and they're not, like, maintained paths. They're just sort of, like, poorly, like, you could sort of work your way down them. But even if it's going off to the side, there's still a pretty steep drop down at a certain point. Mm. So, should one of us go first, or should you go first, or how do you, you want to... Are we your employees, or are you our... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm not too sure what you call someone where you interact based on the favor economy. Um, I feel like we're equals, that's for sure. Okay. So I go first, and I keep what I find. No. Okay, that is a great point. That is not how that's going to work. I, I do get to choose what I keep. That's very important to me. But I, I'm glad that you brought it up. Then you go first. Uh, oh. I mean, I was thinking that maybe I would go first because, like, I have to get my glow globe. <laughs> That's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was my last glow globe. <laughs> you gotta stop dropping them down deep, dark holes. <laughs> it was cool, though. Yeah, it's cool, though. Yo, Dilly, can I borrow a glow globe? <laughs> uh, I mean, they don't mean anything to Dilly anymore. That's true. There's that nickname again. Oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> 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 it's just those fun friendly nicknames that you just get from being friends and not from anything else oh yeah Bork loves pickles well hopefully one day I too will call you Dilly haha <laughs> maybe I wouldn't now uh, uh yeah I actually have one last glow globe so here you go <laughs> is it the one with legs or was that that was that this campaign wait was this yeah, not that wait what oh, it was okay. <laughs> then yeah it is the one with legs Nice. Yeah, so as Dilly hands it to you, like, there are these little legs attached to it that just keep kicking and moving. I don't know if I can drop this. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Put yeah. it in a box. 
uh, in a delve, and it uh, and it had legs when it came out. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. Well, um, yeah. hmm, I really wanted to uh, walk all the way back before we got in, but now that I'm seeing it, I'm getting a little thirsty for delving. Right? Let's go explore. Yeah, and by the way, it's at this point that Cupcake dashes past God. you down one of the paths on the trails. Down Stop there. doing that! <laughs> a rock is gonna fall on you or something, you old idiot! Oh no. Now we have to go in. I assume we all start kind of shrugging for her. Yeah, okay. Alright, watch your step. As you all are contractors of a contractor using the favor-based economy, you absolutely do not have healthcare. <laughs> Anything that happens to you is your fault, technically. We're entering into a dangerous area. Does everyone agree? Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. What's healthcare? Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> wow, that Suska can run. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Get me killed. <laughs> to safely kind of follow the Suski down, can everybody give me oh. a might based roll of nine? So you can either roll straight if you have a skill. I has one. Or you can spend effort, which should cost might points. Uh, do I have to choose that before, after I roll or before I roll? To spend effort, you have to choose before. Sure. I'll spend choose. it. I'll, spend I'll, it. I'll, you know, I'm a guest. You can't hurt me. You can't <laughs> hurt your character. <laughs> <laughs> so since you have an edge of one, that'll only cost you two might points. And your new target is a six. I got a three. Is that good? Ouch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Ooh, I got a one. Uh, oh. Tilly rolled a four. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So oh good. no! Oh, no! The adventure just got interesting in a bad. Cha Cha just watches all of us just drop <laughs> ah! into the hole. <laughs> One step. Cha Cha, it's a six for you because you have climbing. I got twelve, and I'm just like sitting here, like, did everyone just like eat it? Like, and Cha Cha <laughs> carefully yep. climbs over yep. their bodies. I, I want to say, is Cha Cha like climbing head down? Yes. Like, like, doesn't she have like a spider monkey thing? Yeah. Like, isn't that her? Like Dracula yeah. from the movie Dracula. <laughs> yeah, like she's definitely Bram Stoker's drackling it down this hole. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of you guys slip and start sliding down here and banging against rocks. <laughs> You're each going to take four might damage. Armor will reduce it. So if you have armor, it's less damage that you're taking. So does that just make my pool lower? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just your current points. And Nyx, you had a one, mm-hmm. which is a GM intrusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You hit the ground hard, and you feel something snap in your augmented leg. Oh. Anything that involves your that particular leg will hinder you by a step until it's repaired. Dilly, I got a project for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another one? What happened? What's <laughs> Why after we've fallen into a hole, Carlisle? What? <laughs> oh shit, Borg! I am so sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh Borg. Uh, my leg. Uh, it's broken. Can I assess the damage? Yeah, give me a crafting human error roll. Of um, you've got some assets on this actually because you helped do a bunch of stuff to it. So it's going to be a crafting human error roll of. Nine, and then you're specialized, right? Just trained. Okay, so it's a six. Six, and then five edge, so I think that just reduces it to a freebie. Yeah, so there's definite damage here. It's not Mm non-functional, 
but it's also something that's probably like a couple hours of work to fix. Holy shit, Carlisle. Why'd you have to land on every rock? <laughs> I would need some time on this, so probably can't do anything now, but damn. All right, well. Not so fleet of foot anymore. <sighs> so you guys have slid down and you are in this room. And again, the synth is slowly lighting up around you. And what you see is a room. You see a strange, like, violet-colored machine in the center of the room, and then two doors, one on the left and one on the right. The violet machine is sort of, it's roughly cylindrical, except with lots of exposed openings. You see sorts of strange, like metal wheels with different indentations that clearly like spin together like if you think of the way like maybe like a coffee grinder looks mm. and it just has a single like receptacle in the center while i do not have the ability to understand things such as all of these boys <laughs> i have been in places such as this before and does this look like something that i could salvage or does this look like some sort of like ah Classic room puzzle to open doors. In your opinion, I think anything is salvageable. I mean, you could take apart anything that appears. It definitely appears to be Numenera. Let me put it that way. Like, okay. So it's something that you could potentially take apart. Got it. Got it. I'm kind of curious, like, what Dale would do when he's just starting to go inside one of these areas. Cause I bet initially salvaging everything with the chance of trapping yourself or breaking your way deeper. So he'd probably be wise enough not to go Apu from the hit film Aladdin on everything he sees. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you could check the doors if you wanted to be sure that they weren't necessarily connected to it somehow. Well, that's what Nyx is doing. So just sort of the way that we did with Vlad. Nyx just opens both the doors. She, like, <laughs> drawing things on the outside with their uh, glow paint, you know, to sort of mark... So she'll start with the right door and open it and then go to the left and open it, assuming she doesn't immediately die or whatever. Mm -hmm. So out the left door, you can see that there is a sand colored arch spanning the center of this room. Oh, we have an arch. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah! <laughs> there's a door on the other side of it. And then on the right hand side, there is a room that has a door to the left and a door to the right that has a sort of transparent sapphire cylinder that seems to be emitting a low vibration. Hmm. All right. So, uh, Dale, usually I know that you like probably have your own method, mm -hmm. but we try to understand. Uh, Bork tries to understand the Numenera. Yes. And then we determine if it's dangerous or not. And if it's super duper dangerous, we like neutralize it somehow or accidentally set it off or use it for <laughs> our own ends. Okay. That? Yeah, no, right. that that that's somewhat similar to my method. No, I'm I'm All happy right. to see how y'all do. By the way, Chacha has a better chance of understanding Numenera than me. <laughs> I feel like she never does it though. <laughs> that's your guys' <laughs> nothing to do with anything. Just like Chacha can see through like I forget how many inches of matter. Six inches of, yeah. of matter. Oh yeah. So she could be doing all sorts of things and we just don't. It's I'm pork. wearing lead underwear, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dilly is actually over by the violet machine. And I think while uh, Nix and Dale are talking, you hear him say, hey, this thing has a reverse pulse wave emitter. Neat. Didn't we decide machines were bad? Remember? Two out of two, no. bad. 
What? Did we? When? Nature and the tunnel. Two out of two bad machines were bad. (laughs) (laughs) See, the nature thing actually worked out, like, surprisingly well. But that control panel was bad. The control panel happened because Bork didn't know what he was doing. I thought you were at the control panel because you got lowered down and that's when you met uh, nature. But then there was no, also the, the one that you uh, yeah. stuck the the thing in and then it like, boom, like you were out of it, like scrambled. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. That was way after nature. But that was the second one. Two out of two. We're definitely remembering that nature situation a lot differently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, is that reverse wave? Whatever. Is that that sounds expensive? Might be. Let's see what it can. What else it's attached to? Dan, can I do some understanding? Yeah. Um. So, an understanding Numenera role for this machine would be nine. All right. Does my cognitive memory thing factor into understanding Numenera? Yes, because you're trying to figure out what it does. So it'll be a twelve for you. So I'm trained. So that just cancels out. And that's all I wanted to check. But I get two free levels of effort for intellect rolls. So three. Okay. Ten. Wait. Not mm-hmm. ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything that's put in the receptacle of this machine will be ground into dust. <laughs> oh, literally a coffee machine. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh yep. All right. So that's what that wave emitter does. It just fucking pulverizes everything. Dope. Well, that's Dope. cool. Dope. We'll remember that on our way back. Yeah, for sure. So what'd you guys find? An arch, so like No, we, we can't we can't do we, this arch thing again. We can. <laughs> Please God. We no. Can. You guys are afraid of arches? That's fun. I like that. That that feels like there's a story there. Oh. No, we're not afraid of okay, so like arches. Obviously you have no idea what they're going to do. And instead of figuring it out, we play a little game sometimes where like oh, someone like just it. walks through it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and uh it's resulted in like spleens being removed surgery happened um dilly lifts up his shirt and over his abdomen you see actually then he quick click <laughs> how does he do this <laughs> he like lifts his shirt up and then quickly puts it down but then slowly lifts it up and over his abdomen you see in like this stitched embroidery baby pack <laughs> This is when Baby Pack put my spleen back in because I walked through an arch and my spleen popped out. That's what the arch does sometimes. But then that one arch gave you metal parts. Like just boom. That wasn't an arch, though. That was its own weird thing. Mm. That was disgusting to see, but also pretty cool at the same time. <laughs> I was not a fan of that whole situation. Yeah, I shudder to think. Can I do like a, a geology roll? You said that it looked like sand. That might have just been some some flavor. But also there is a ton of crystals and, and things of that nature. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Can I just do a, a sort of vague roll vibe check, as it were? <laughs> geology vibe check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so since you're trained, give it'll be a nine. Okay. And I'm going to take this D20, shake it in my hand, and it falls out there. And a 14 is what I got on the dice. Nice. Okay. So the crystal formations and the things that you see around here are not natural. (sighs) They are induced growth. In fact, you think that maybe these crystals were used almost maybe as the original digging mechanism, like the original drill or bore to open up these caverns. Like if you were digging with a porcupine and then all the little spikes <laughs> got stuck. I get you, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. 
Why would they put a pulverizer here? Should we put a rock in to see what happens? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I have some rocks. Hell yeah. So Nix will pull out a couple of sling rocks and drop them in the pulverizer. They are ground into pure dust and drit. Like, they are just powder inside. Wow. And it's really fast. Like, it's incredibly fast. Can I take some of my, like, I guess, like, quote-unquote trail rations or something like that? I want to put, like, poor nuts into it. See what happens. <laughs> they are instantly dust. Like, they are the worst allergen trap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, children. <laughs> Whoa. That was cool. <laughs> I should have put. I should have had one of you keep hold your mouth open as I threw them in. But maybe there's some other grit in there, and you would also get shot with rocks. Never mind. Yeah, I, I, I'm honestly looking for reasons to pulverize things, but I'm sort of yeah, sort of at a loss. I want a real juicy fruit to put in there. That seems really neat. Yeah, I, I was wondering if it not only pulverizes but dries. Let me try something, and Dilly will take out his like canteen and like pour a little bit of water in there. At first, there's just like grind so quickly, like it's basically vaporizes. The water's just kicked up in the mist. <laughs> All right. Well, whoa, that I could have, I should have guessed that. All right. If this is the first thing that we find on this trip, and it's, is this cool? Just imagine how many other sweet little techie whatchamahoosits we're going to find. Oh, it's, it's going to be a fucking treasure trove for sure. So, arch, or do we go right? Because honestly, our policies usually just go right when we have hmm, options. That makes sense. Uh, is it possible to walk back up? That is an excellent question to ask at this <laughs> point. <laughs> so with your geology background, that will be a nine. I got a nine. Is that good? Mm -hmm. Okay. It is possible to get back up, but it's going to be hard. Very difficult. We should have left a note for Aria. I feel bad twice over. I let my, <sighs> my uh, lust for adventure get the best of me. Mm. Maybe she'll see that we're here. I thought you were chasing Cupcake. That is true. I guess Cupcake's lust for adventure got us here. Yeah, Cupcake finally reaches you guys at the bottom. They've been just like <laughs> running down like normally across all the ledges. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, go out to like the most visible quote unquote like entrance to this area that I can find and make it some sort of like clear mark that we came down here. So if Arya comes here, she looks down, mm. it's like, all right, there's a clue. Okay, cool. What kind of shape is Nyx's glow globe in? <laughs> oh, it's busted. Oh, busted as hell. Nyx hands it to Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly puts it with the other ones that I assume Dilly has. <laughs> I mean, like, at this point, Dale, we might as well just uh, find the metal mine. And then when Arya finds us, we'll already have it. It'll be, uh, it, it's more efficient that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. She a, it'll be a nice surprise. You, you seem to know your way around here. And as you're the hired on folks, yeah, go ahead and keep leading the way. I like that. All right. So, like, yeah, uh, we always go right. So, uh, perfect. Oh, thank God. Okay. So you go right into this room where this, Sapphire cylinder is got its subwoofers turned up to max, <laughs> emitting a subsonic vibration in this room. A across the room, there is a door to the left and a door to the right, like I said. And you know, other than that, this room seems relatively featureless. It's it's roughly cubic in shape, but it's got a lower ceiling than the arch room, maybe about a foot lower. And so the fact that something drilled down here 
and big hole. It, it's basically like someone was trying to find the rooms for which we're into, right? It's not like we're not in a cave. Mm. Yeah, or like they, yeah, they sort of created gotcha, these caves, gotcha, gotcha. like essentially this network, and then they filled it in with metal later. Gotcha, gotcha. Can Dilly like find a little crystal shard and then like kind of toss it at the cylinder and see what happens when it gets closer, or perhaps when it touches the cylinder? <laughs> sure. So you toss it over, it hits the cylinder and falls down. Dope. Same vibration happens. The vibrations are continuous. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's a very intense and boring baseline. <laughs> <laughs> At least, yeah, never, never drops. So, <laughs> uh, Nix will take a step in, see what happens. Nothing happens. All right, she'll just. I mean, the vibration isn't comfortable, but my feelings feel weird. <laughs> Does anyone feel, mm. else feel like they have to like tighten up just to like <laughs> keep everything in? <laughs> Yeah, I like this I'm room. always flexing, Dilly, uh, Bork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I, like, get close to the crystal thingy and, like, tap on it with, like, one of my tools, like a hammer or something like that? Yeah, so you tap on it, um, and the vibrations stay relatively steady. The material is solid, but definitely has, like, a tiny bit of give to it. Like, it's not, like, solid metal or solid glass. It's almost, like, a little bit flexible. Mm. Is it like anything and you said it was clear, right? Yeah, it's clear. Like right now, because it's colored, like the probably the first thing that would pop into your head is almost like some kind of like fancy aquarium or something like that, except there's no visible sign of like water moving in it. Like it's the kind of thing where it's either that the material refracts the light enough or there is water that's just very still in it that's refracting the light. But it's unclear if it's filled with water or if it's just a hollow tube. But we don't see anything quote, like interesting inside of it? No, not at this point, no. I'm willing to just ignore it. Yeah. All right. Next opens both the... It's There's two doors, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Next opens them both. Okay. So to the left, you see another sand-colored room. There is a door on the far side of it, but other than that, you don't see anything else in there. It just looks like an empty room, roughly ovular in shape. And then to the right, you see a room that has another cylinder similar to the one you're in, but it seems to be emerald in color. And there is another door on the far side. To the right, it uh never never treats you wrong in, until it does. So. <laughs> That's true. Feels like there's some sort of puzzle here. Like if we punch these crystals, I don't know. Well, sometimes there is, but often it's just whoever made this just had like their own ideas. Like this could have been like a coffee shop. We don't know. Right. They could have just thought this was cool. Oh, yeah, it is. But whatever coffee they were drinking. This is their bitch in dorm room. (laughs) (laughs) They smoke drugs. We see a lot of cylinders for some reason, just (laughs) like that shape. Actually, yeah. Is this emerald cylinder similar to the one that we saw on that spaceship way, way back? The one that took us back to Charmond? No. It's just very similar to the one that you guys are in the room with with sonic vibrations. Ooh. Dilly will throw another crystal shard at the emerald one. (laughs) I like your technique there. Thanks. You throw it towards it and it hits the cylinder and bounces off and kind of slowly floats down to the ground. And its ricochet almost makes it all the way back to the edge of the door before it hits the ground and stops. Oh, hell yeah. Is there any vibrations coming from Emerald Room Crystal? 
No, no vibrations. Dilly will pick it up. Is it lighter or is it just slow? It it didn't make it all the way back to your hand. Like You would have to go in there to get at it. All right, pray for me. Dilly will (laughs) go in. (laughs) So you go in as you reach where the crystal is. The rest of you guys can see more of a bounce in Dilly's step. And Dilly, you definitely feel lighter. And it's almost taking you a little bit of control not to bounce higher and higher each time you step. Ha <laughs> ha! It is like that one time. Something about green, guys. Green means gravity. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Nyx gets in on this weightlessness. <laughs> or low grav. <laughs> yeah, I want to, like, jump forward. It's like moon gravity, so you can bounce around uh, like an astronaut. I don't want to bonk my head, though. I'm too afraid of bonking my head on the ceiling. <laughs> It's not too dramatic. Like, it's enough that you could catch yourself and, like... I still want to be safe. Like, overly safe. (laughs) (laughs) After everyone fell down Mm -hmm. those... That incline. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Cupcake is, like, rebounding everywhere. (laughs) Like, she's bouncing off the cylinder. She's bouncing off the walls. Like, her tongue is falling out of her Trying to run in the air to get purchased doesn't work. Like, Cupcake, calm down. You're going to tuck yourself out. Yeah, the silver crystals on her back start to shine like a happy silver light. She loves it here. Ah, this is the good shit. When nothing in the room tries to kill you. Well, on to the next one. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, what's up? Because you said that, oh, um, I would like to offer you an XP. Oh, Do it! <sighs> yeah. Do yes. It. Who you give the other one? I'm going to give to Tim, so he has XP to play with. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Because XP allows you to re-roll a roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or level up, but you're like... A guest. So. <laughs> I'm going to save use it. it yeah. I'm going to use it, it unwisely. <laughs> yeah. From three corners of the room, seemingly forming out of dust, you see these mechanical devices. They are definitely bigger than any one of you individually. They're kind of floating there. They look like a metal box with a funnel on the top, like a square funnel on the top, and these long whip snap metal-bladed arms. Uh Uh-oh. And they begin slowly approaching Dilly, because he was the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Ha-ha! Fuck. Uh, You said they formed from dust, or seemingly did so? Mm Mm-hmm. Then, before you make us roll initiative, Dilly's gonna throw out his atmospheric deployer that he just made and try to see if that will pull, since you said dust, if that will kind of pull them into, like, one Uh easier-to-deal-with entity. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it pulls them all into one mass, and that mass seems to try to reform its shape. And again, it's bigger, and you can see there's this strange funnel with, like, some sort of grinder inside, and there is a container at their bottom that seems to be for collecting whatever material it grinds in there. Awesome. Have I made this worse or better? <laughs> Oh, they just combined to make yes. the Megazord. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's never been harder yeah. for the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and roll initiative, everybody. Uh, so, Tim, you're trained in initiative, so you get a plus three to whatever you roll. Okay. I got a 21. No. Oh, shit. 11. 17. Got six. Okay. So, Dale is up first. Okay, 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 okay. Dale will sort of start vibrating, and uh, his, his form kind of, not incorporeal, but, like, just sort of due to, like, the speed of, like, his his body moving, 
like vibrating so much, he, he goes kind of blurry. And then he sprints forward. I'm trying to think like how it would work if like if I just sprint through this machine creature thing, or if I like punch it or something like that. Because I have something where basically I do something called phase sprint. Mm-hmm. And then when I do that, I can turn it into ways to hurt this bad boy. Ooh. And this one called Scratch Existence, when you use Phase Sprint, you inflict two points of damage, ignore armor, to one target you select as you pass within immediate range. So probably I'm just like running by it, uh, Cabal from Mortal Kombat style, hoping <laughs> that my sort mm-hmm. of vague uh, vibrating phaseness rips it apart. Okay, cool. So, because of your edges, that doesn't cost you anything. To just touch it is going to be pretty easy. Okay. And it says that I can use effort to increase the damage? Yes, you can. I will do that. Okay. How many levels of effort would you like to spend? Um, so, it costs, so, before your edge, it costs three for the first level and then two for every level after that. And there'll be a six. Points, and now I'll roll the d20. Whee! I rolled a 13. Okay. You touch it, and it sparks, and there's this strange metallic shriek, and it swings as if it's trying to reach you, but it's reacting to the blast. And one of the nice things about Scratch Resistance is that, unlike your other ability, it doesn't stop your movement, so you could run past it after you touch it. Yeah, I'd definitely like to do that. Okay, cool. Next up is Dilly. Dilly will, seeing that his... Cypher did not work as intended. Dilly will use his illusion and everyone sees like other copies of Dale also running past like <laughs> and trying to confuse this creature with like where the real Dale is. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, so then next up would be Nyx. All right, Nyx is just going to double up her fists and go for like a gut strike on this bad boy. Okay. It'll be a nine to hit before all of your stuff. All right, so Nyx is trained in unarmed. Okay, so it's six. And I will spend two levels of my effort for damage. Okay. And I'm going to use hemorrhage. Okay. Seven. Okay, cool. So you hit it, so how much damage is that total? Thirteen. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Oh, plus hemorrhage. So on its next turn, it takes an additional three points of damage, ignoring armor. Ooh. Okay. It looks rough. <laughs> this is not. This machine is not in good shape. It's now its turn, and it is going to attempt to swing one of its arms at Dale. It's going to be a bit hindered. Yeah. So you have an asset to speed defense. So this is going to be a. Um, and it's also like you ran past it, and it's been hit by something else. So it's going to be a six to dodge its attack. So I roll because it's attacking me. Yes. That's cool. 11. Okay, cool. So it swings at you and partially because you're half phased, mm-hmm. but you dodge it completely. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's the other cool thing, Tim. The GM never oh, yeah. rolls. That's good. Never. <laughs> it's always you guys. Okay, so that's its turn. Next up is Cha-Cha. Fuck it up. I know, but I'm like, I guess I shoot it with my gun. Yeah? You pew pew? pew? Okay. Yeah, pew pew. So your pew pew functions as a light weapon, so it's a nine to hit. Thirteens. And an eighteen for a depletion. Nice. Okay. So yeah, your pew pew does not deplete. You hit it and it takes four damage. 
interesting thing is it doesn't collapse back into dust. It collapsed into its component pieces. Ew. And one of the things you guys notice is that on the inside of the funnel is a tiny fleck of what looks like brain matter. Oh. But you guys are out of combat. Oh. D- do we lick it to make sure? All right. Like. <laughs> no, no. We don't We don't need to do that. Although, Nix, if you want to sniff it. Oh, yeah. Nix gives a little sniff. <laughs> <laughs> it's old. It's bad. The brain matter is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, ugh. <laughs> That's gross. Next, we'll examine the wreckage for ciphers. Okay, roll me 1d6. Five. There is indeed something that could be used as a cipher from it. You found a small item. It looks like almost like a little handheld switch. But once you click it, or if it strikes something, if you attach to a weapon, it seems to cause whatever it hits to dramatically increase in weight, (laughs) causing the blow to do an additional two damage. And you think that if you attach it to something, could be your fist, that it would give that enhancement for 28 hours once it's activated. Oh, yeah. Nyx puts that shit's on. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, there you go. That's cool. See, we broke it, and now you get a little treat. We're working well together already. Yeah, that was a cool thing you just did with the running and the ripping apart reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's helpful to make sure you don't get uh, your goose cooked in places like this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, on to the next room. So there's a door on the far side, (laughs) and there's this thing in the center. Nyx opens the doors. She's, of course, scribing. And it takes, like, an unbearably long time for her to write on these doors, as always, so. (laughs) Yeah. You see a room. It has, in the center of it, a magenta sculpture, apparently of synth. It's shaped like a humanoid, but the head is crab-like. Um, Yo, baby pack, it's art. You know, it's got all these interlocking pieces to its sculpture. There's also the right wall has a small mirror about head height on it. And then there are two doors from here, one to the left and one forward. Does this sculpture trigger any memories at all? Give me a understanding Numenera roll, which you have an inability in, it. so it'll be for you. But if could I assist and... Chacha could assist and give yeah. you an asset that would make mm, it a... Yes. Okay. I rolled 15. Yes! <laughs> nice. So you're not exactly sure if it has a greater purpose, but you realize that the statue interacts with touch. Okay. In what way? When When I touch it. Like, if you touch it, it will trigger a reaction, like some part of it will adjust. Ah! <laughs> this boy moves. Careful now. <laughs> <laughs> I poke it, for sure. Definitely got to keep poking it a few times. Okay. So every time you poke it, it moves incrementally just a little bit. Sometimes it's a finger. Sometimes it's one of the sculpted eyes shifts in direction slightly. Very spooky. Is there, like an agenda to the movement? Like, is it, like, slowly moving towards Dale, or is it just, like, random? It's a great question. Dale, you think it might be, like, it might as well be random. Like, there's some preordained uh-huh. order to the movement in its design, but it's, if it does have a, like, clear purpose, it's unclear what that is. It's very slowly doing some sort of Fortnite dance, but I can't piece it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baby pack, are you thinking what I'm thinking, which is puppet? Ooh, yes, 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 yes. She whips out the scorps from her bag. 
them fresh summer rotten. Yes. I, I meant <laughs> I meant it's a puppet. The uh the sculpture <laughs> the sculpture baby peg. Not not do a puppet show, but like take the sculpture as a puppet. So the sculpture, I should be clear, is about as tall as one of you. Never mind, that's a bad idea. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Chacha's already like scuttling up the sculpture. Uh. <laughs> And seeing how she can yeah. control it. So it is slightly moving around as every time Chacha moves a little bit on it when she reaches the top. And its little mandibles on the crab face are kind of like snapping. And then there is a strange flicker as the statue kind of shifts position as Chacha is climbing up it. And at this point, the doors on both sides open up. All right, but first, slightly off topic, you know what I'm thinking? Have you guys seen the episode of Rick and Morty where Rick turns into a pickle? Yes. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, tongues the cockroach brain? So, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys think what I'm thinking? I'm saying... No, I have Chacha no idea where you're going. tongue some brains. <laughs> yeah, lick statue. <laughs> and, and ride the statue. Yeah. <laughs> the door's open. Nix is on high alert. Like, she's looking left. She's mm-hmm. looking right. Okay, so to the left, you see a room that has... <laughs> Wait, I thought a threat was coming. Are you just pushing us along? Yes. <laughs> no, the door's just open. Yeah, and now I'm like, crap, what if these doors were locked and we unlocked it? And now we <gasps> have no... We don't have the satisfaction of solving a puzzle. It just happened. Oh, yeah. Unless it played music. <laughs> so there, there's a door to the left where there's this room where they have these cables hanging down from the ceiling. There's another door in there. The cables are white, and they seem to have some sort of, like, attaching function at the bottom. They look a lot like the umbilicords you saw in a previous ruin. And then you see a ruby device that has a, like, it seems to be sitting at above head level, and it's got, like, this, like, containment system next to it. But it seems to be sort of, like, roughly, like, head-shaped. All right, uh, Borg, for your sake, I say we avoid the umbilical room. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That was the one that worked out. Remember, Chacha? Uh, baby pack? <laughs> that was that was the one that kind of juiced our brains a little bit. Oh, I was going to say, are we avoiding the available room because you have currently have issues with your son and it might, <laughs> you know, exacerbate the issue? Uh, issue has been exacerbated. I am already a walking psychology PhD thesis. I mean, if you want to run through it, I guess I'm like, I'm not going to stop you. Well, I'm more curious about this mirror. And Dan, while Chacha has been climbing the statue and doors have been opening, has anything been happening in the mirror? No, but it's pretty far away. But you, it's like a small mirror. You'd have to go up and look at is it. Is it a well-lit oh. mirror or is it a dark room with a mirror? It's just a, well, it's, it's an okay, like the whole room is sort of like glowing a little bit, but. All right. And is the ru- Ruby device in the other room or? Yes. Oh, okay. The ruby device is in the room forward. Gotcha. The white umbilicals are to the left. Uh, your choice, which rooms you guys want to go into. I'm going to check out this mirror real quick, so pray for me. Dilly will go check out the small mirror. You look in there and you see, once again, that automaton face that you associate with the original Aster, even though it's not from the body you put him in. Uh, you guys see Dilly just immediately turn on his heels and come back. It's like, just a mirror. Uh, so... <laughs> Forward or left? Which what did we what did we decide? Oh yeah, what do you do in this situation? If it's forward or left? 
You select rightmost door, which in this case would be four. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> which is the ruby room or the umbilical? Yeah, the one with the ruby device in the middle. Nyx heads in, stares intently at the device. <laughs> it's roughly, once again, it kind of comes up to about six feet tall. There is an opening there that's roughly humanoid head size. It's at about the five foot level. Yo, I think you might be, like, supposed to stick your head in here. Oh, everything we've seen in this place so far has been pulverization-based. I don't want to see you do that at all. Oh, no, I wasn't going to. I'm just saying, like, you should. No, no one puts their head into it until we we try to put a rock in it again. I'll try to see if I can discern anything from here. Can Dilly kind of poke at, like, the base of it and understand some Numenera? Okay, that'll be a 15. Uh, 15 with all my shit. It's a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna throw down two more levels of effort, bring it to a three. Because I want to at least know what's gonna eat me. Ten. For some reason, you're not exactly sure why somebody made this. This device is designed to, when somebody sticks their head into it, to remove their eyes and move them to the containment. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this thing's gonna take out your eyes, so let's. <sighs> maybe take why a step would back. they make that? <laughs> There's a chance that it wasn't originally intended to take out eyes. That's just gonna. That's just what's gonna happen when we do it. It's always hard to tell because we have no idea what these things look like. Like that crab person back there. That could have been them, or that could have been a representation or something. We have no yeah. idea. I'm starting to think this wasn't a coffee shop. Yeah, I'm starting to think this is at least a bad coffee shop. <laughs> uh, so there is a door forward. Forward. All right. Hell yeah. Everybody keep your heads out of the eye-stealing machine as we move through the room, and, uh... Although, unless you want to break that down, because I don't... I Oh, yeah, it is kind of dangerous, right? Like, isn't that, like, our thing? Like, we... Well, yeah, I mean, sure, but I don't want to carry anything right now. I'm more of a start, go to the end, take an inventory, circle back around. Oh, okay. I'm just going to make a little, yeah. like, a little note here for, like, future explorers. Mm. Like, don't stick your head in here. It takes eyes. That's a very good idea. Yeah, what if Arya yeah. comes down? We don't want her to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> mm. I mean, maybe that's their thing, you know? So I deny them. D-I, then. Sorry. Nyx would like to use her intrigue and actually very discreetly write a note that says, like, insert head to increase intellect. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Arya left you a present. Look in the hole. Dear okay, Arya, I love you. Okay, so hot. Put your head in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you write that down. Are you guys going to go back the way you came? Try one of the other doors. You're going to try the door in this room. Forward. Yeah. Forward. Forward. Okay. We ain't fucking with umbilicals or arches. So this next room is vast and circular, and all around it are these cylindrical tanks filled with grayish-black fluid. And in the center of four of them are floating automatons, clearly shaped with arms like blades, no legs, but these strange, like, shadowy lights flicker around them. And then there is one tank on the far side that is smashed open, And one of those bladed bodies is laying on the ground, but missing its head. And as you look at it, Dilly, in your head, you hear Aster say, home. Oh. And that's where we'll end this episode. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, that's nice. You're home. That's good. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Guys, I don't think this is a coffee shop. (laughs) So, first episode, so I won't pick on Tim. So, Samson, something about this episode that you enjoyed or made you feel awesome. I feel like Dale kind of fucked up, so... I liked Dale's crazy power of, like, I imagine, like, anime teleporting, but, like, it does damage, almost. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the Flash kind of running and doing damage. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I also like Cupcake. Cupcake cool. good. Cupcake good. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer our listeners an XP to check out The Jasmine Throne by Tasha Suri. It is a fantasy novel set in like a medieval India or similar. Like I'm not really familiar enough to know how much is fantasy and how much reflects like the the setting and the time. Mm-hmm. But it's about a priestess, essentially a like almost like indentured servant or like essentially this adolescent girl who grows up, you know, it's like a kind of a coming of age thing. Uh, And she was displaced from a temple when she was young. And that temple was destroyed for like mysterious reasons that I won't get into so as not to spoil like the whole thing. (laughs) And long story short, she ends up getting a job with the like local ruler's wife caring for a prisoner kept in this temple. Uh, And the prisoner kept in this temple is the sister of the emperor who had conquered this area. And she has been exiled and imprisoned for essentially kind of like fanatical religious reasons some politics, you know, whatever. She was essentially supposed to burn herself alive on a pyre and declined to do so. So they're like, yeah, you're going to be in prison now. And so the priestess and the princess meet in this temple. They engage in several shenanigans. There's magic involved. There's like cool backstory and like the world and exactly what this religion that's been essentially like banned or suppressed meant to this region. And uh, it's just really cool. Like it's like a feminist fantasy. There is a slight romantic subplot between the two main characters that is also pretty cool. But they're both badasses in the extreme. The supporting cast are really well fleshed out. Again, hate being vague on details for books, <laughs> but I don't want to spoil anything. So it's it's just really amazing. If you're looking for something that's not like your typical Eurocentric fantasy, if you like something that's like LGBTQ, you know, woman forward, then hey, check this book out. This author has also written other great books as well. So I just recommend the author in general, Tasha Suri. And this is the first book of a series. And I cannot wait for the second book to come out because, oh, my God. All right. Can I just talk about, like, one thing that's super cool in the book? Mm -hmm. I don't think this spoils anything. So one region of the world, they have a nameless god. And the nameless god gives everyone a name when they're born. But it's a secret name. And it's a prophecy. So... And like some of them, it's like you find out how you're going to die or you get a prophecy and you're supposed to wait until the moment to reveal your name because it's going to be important for whatever's going on. So that I just thought was so cool. And it it works really well for the plot. And it's like there's like a big unveiling and everything like that. So, yeah, check that out. Okay, cool. And what was the title again? The Jasmine Throne Hmm. by Tasha Suri. And if people wanted to tell us what they think about the Jasmine Throne or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, they could just find us in real life and talk to us, but that'd be fucked up. So instead, <laughs> uh, you can come to our website, floorswanted.fm. There you can find all the episodes to download, right? 
Yes. It's great. And you can also find all our socials. For example, on Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. Or uh, just come out and hang out at our Discord, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Meet a bunch of cool people, talk about a bunch of cool things. Or you could just support us on patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted. Give us money if it's within your means. <laughs> or use our code at Die Hard Dice and get some dope dice and help us out a little bit. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do for us is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, specifically like Apple Podcasts, and tell your friends, tell your friends about the show if you enjoy it. That's how we find people. Most podcasts grow by word of mouth. Very true. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, we all know there's nothing there. Those shapes are only shadows on your bedroom wall. That noise is just the sound of your home settling into the blood-soaked earth of your city. If you feel any tingles in your feet as you lay in bed, it's your imagination. Or maybe it's just your pet nuzzling your toes. And if you don't have a pet, I wouldn't worry about it. Even if you can feel the phantom touch of long fingers splayed across the notches of your spine, trapping you in a strange, partial, paralytic stupor. Even if you smell its fetid breath, raw meat, and abscessed teeth. If you stay still, so very still, it will leave you alone. If you feel its lips brush your ear, don't flinch. You're safe until it whispers your name. <laughs> if you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Hot take, sleep paralysis demons give the best back massages. And you can at me at Slam Potato. I was going to say, it won't say my name because it calls me daddy. I'm T with the unicorn on Twitch and Realty Unicorn on Twitter. Dom, your sleep paralysis demons. <laughs> and Tim, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. Well, that's it for us. Hope you all enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye! bye.